Welcome back to another episode of my main man, Matt. This text for today is for September 20th, and it's from Matthew chapter 20, uh, verses 1 through 16. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon, and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. Here ends the gospel reading. Today, as we think about the reflection from Matthew chapter 20, it brings me back to my own uh, childhood growing up on a farm, and I would be contracted out uh, to uh, walk soybean fields um, and sometimes to pick rock. Uh, and it's a very burdensome task, right? You are in the scorching heat of the day and, and you start around 6 a.m. And uh, a lot of times we wouldn't even walk in the afternoon because it would get so hot <clears throat> and uh, just miserable. And so we would really try to maximize uh, the morning uh part of walking beans and you just walk up and down rows and either with a machete or with your bare hands you cut off or pull the weeds pull up or cut off the weeds I should say I was thinking about that experience um, in which I got paid four dollars an hour at the time seemed like a pretty good wage that I could make all that money and especially when uh, cost of living for me uh, was uh, insured by my parents so it was all spending money I was earning. But, so, but anyway, I was thinking, what would I feel like if a sister or one of my friends who was also on the job with us uh, skipped out on the first part of the day and then when we got our paychecks um, at the end of the day that even though I got what the $4 an hour that uh, for 12 hours of work she got, uh, $4 an hour for one hour of work. I think it's natural for us to understand that we as human beings care a lot about fairness. Except the situation is still fair. I had agreed to work for $4 an hour 
and the workers in the vineyard also agreed to work for the usual daily wage. And yet, somehow it doesn't sit right with us if the other person who has worked less hours than us gets paid the same as us, even though we agreed to that amount and felt content with the original amount. It's as if we are challenging the person uh, who is paying us to have to be uh, paid, paying everybody the same, and we ca- they cannot be generous. As we kind of come to this text, I want to go back to the beginning of the text because I had mentioned this in some of the earlier conversation. Uh, the kingdom of heaven. I said that there will be many examples of what the kingdom of heaven looks like. And it is hard to just put in uh, one definition or one story to illustrate what the kingdom of heaven is like. And so we have uh, many parables, actually, and also many uh, preaching and teaching times of Jesus that talk about this kingdom of heaven. And in other gospels, the kingdom of God. So this parable begins with the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner and went out and, and sought out his uh, workers for his vineyard. So we know the story. You heard it read. People come out different times a day. There are people that started at 6 a.m. and people that started at noon, at 3. And finally, people that started at 5 p.m. one hour before the end of the workday at 6 p.m. came. And I think as they saw the people being paid first who worked the fewest, the five hour or five o'clock workers who worked one hour, when they saw them getting paid the usual daily wage, I'm imagining that they were anticipating, oh, I'm going to get extra today. This is going to be a good day. I'm going to, I'm going to have more than what was uh, described to me and I'm going to rejoice in that. But to, to know that it didn't, their unfulfilled expectations didn't happen. And so we are told in the parable that these earliest workers were grumbling. But I feel like we all will grumble when we understand um, equity and justice in particular ways, right? When we look deeper at this parable, we have to understand that God is being compared to somebody who does not treat everybody the same. I think when we hear that, it doesn't sit right with us. But the kingdom of heaven is like this parable. God is not treating everybody the same. God is allowing God's self to be generous with some, um, but giving everybody what he promised. I wonder if there isn't a shift in our mindset that needs to come with this parable. Because we carry a very similar mindset into our day. We, even though we have a theology as Lutherans that talks about the grace of God and that the gospel is not about fairness, especially if we believe that all of us deserve to die because of our, our sin and of our inability to be righteous by ourselves, we still somehow carry this sense of 
of unfairness forward in our thoughts about other people. We want to be rewarded, right, for uh, what we have done and what we have put in. And I want to bring uh, another string that I had brought up earlier as we've been thinking through the whole of the Matthean Gospel section that we're on right now. And that is a reminder to the disciples of their early first century and to the Jewish community of the later first century that the Gentile community is um, being included by Jesus into the relationship of God. And I would put a lot of, uh, a place a pretty major bet on the fact that this parable has something to do with that relationship. Um, and it's, it's asking these Jewish disciples to make room for the Gentiles, even though they were not a part of God's chosen people from the beginning. Perhaps Jesus is challenging the status quo that just because you come from the Israelite nation does not give you a preferred status with God anymore. You instead are to welcome the Gentile as much as you would welcome a fellow Jew. This is a movement, I think, that Jesus is asking the people of that day to make and the myth. Matthean community is being invited to do the same as the church begins to expand into Gentile territories and has Gentile converts. How do, how do we as the church take that message of Jesus who is being generous, who God, who he says God is being generous uh, with those for what belongs to God and God in the first place. So that last line, I think of the parable is representing this Jewish Gentile uh, dialogue and relationship shift. So the last will be first and the first will be last. The Gentiles are last, but now they will be first too. This is a message that we get to carry into our own day because we may not, we are the Gentiles, by the way, of today, so it, it, <laughs> we should be grateful that the last shall be first and the first shall be last. But I think the challenge for our hearing of it today is who are the people that are the, coming at 5 p.m. and being invited to be part of this kingdom of heaven in our own time? I mean, it's hard not to think about all the issues around racism right now and around black and brown people in our country and not to and begin to wonder they have been invited into this kingdom of heaven just like the gentiles were invited in by the jewish community just like the kingdom of heaven is like everyone being included into the daily wage that is being offered by the vineyard owner what is it that we can do that can stop our grumbling and realizing that we all stand in, in need of God's work in our life, God's, uh, God's uh, offering of what we need for our daily life. God has everything we need and God wants to extend that daily bread and daily offering to us 
every day to everyone. That's our calling, is to find place in our life for that to happen. So let please pray with me as we think about how God is calling us to include everyone and to not grumble. Gracious God, we give you thanks for parables that teach us about what the kingdom of heaven is like. We are reminded that we, in our own time, stand in the way of your generosity, of your inclusion, of your welcoming of all people. Help us to stop our grumbling and help us instead to take account that we have been given all that we need from you and that is enough. We don't need more than our share. Help us care about spreading the wealth that you have through your kingdom to all people. Encourage us to be part of the spreading of your generosity to all people and work in us that work that looks out for all the people that you are claiming and calling into your kingdom. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.